Hey everyone, this is Dr. William Clark, your host of the Dr. William Clark Podcast. Glad to be with you for another podcasting session. Wanted to come on quickly and talk about uh, something that I posted uh, recently. I've been posting quite a bit uh, about grant writing tips and um you know, I'm posting about different things that that come from my book, Grant Writing 101, How to Develop a Culture of Grant Writing and Fundraising and Resource Development. And I'm pulling from um, various things that I have learned over the years uh, as I have uh, raised fun, funds uh, through grant writing and through other mechanisms. And I wanted to kind of talk about this one that I posted recently, and it goes like this. Here are additional reasons to celebrate grant awards. So I provide looks like four um, ideas around why you want to celebrate grant awards. And I just want to talk about them uh, individually because I think they all kind of stand on their own, especially as it relates to uh, fundraising, grant writing, and appreciating and celebrating uh, every grant award. Here's the first thing I share from my book. All grants are a blessing and a resource. And, you know, one of the things that uh, trips me out is, is people who minimize or trivialize uh, funding that um, is made available to the organizations. I mean, think about this. You have organizations who are dying, and I mean dying, to get off the ground and become the best version of themselves. They're dying to do that. They're dying to figure out how to position themselves to get what you consider basic. And listen, don't don't get me wrong, right? The whole concept, the whole idea of growing your nonprofit, the whole idea of building your nonprofit and building up what you have is to get to the point where you can raise, yes, six figures, right? And where you can raise large amounts of money by way of relationship, etc. But when we when if we're honest about the business of running a nonprofit. If we're honest about everything that we've gone through, everything that we've learned, here's 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 the truth. For those who are on the come up, for those who are mature, y'all, y'all are going to appreciate this. But for those who want to come up, here, here's the truth. The little grants, while they can sometimes be time consuming and resource draining, they are life. OK, and here's here's why they are life because they are the type of grants, the smaller ones are the type of grants where you just get a flat check. And in many cases, you, they're not asking for a report. And if they do, it's like a minimalized report, nothing serious, nothing to write home about. And if you're strategic, you just combine reports from bigger programs and kind of feed that into what you give to this funder. But smaller funds are life because you get the check up front. And that check can be the difference between Paying rent, paying a light bill, paying uh, staff, um, you know, for payroll, etc. I mean, it could be the difference. And mature organizations, while we love to go after the big dollars, we certainly learn, have learned, and continue to appreciate the benefits of the smaller grants. And so, as you are on the come up, if you're building your nonprofit from the ground up, if you're building something special um, that is small right now or is not even existent, can I just give you some professional advice? And my advice is to understand that all grants are a blessing and they are a resource that pays dividends. Here's the second thing I share. 
Each successful grant application offers a lesson learned to improve the development of the next grant application. Each successful grant helps you build on the next grant. Now, in business, um, you hear a lot of gurus say that they learn more from failure, and I do not disagree with that. Quite frankly, failure is an amazing teacher. I, I, I will never disagree with that. Failure will kick your butt and will be the best teacher all at the same time. Working on projects now as we speak. Worked on projects in the past where we failed and failed and failed again. And we continue to fail because we are committed to seeing a vision come to pass. But we know that we haven't figured out what we need to figure out yet. And so until we do that, we know that failure is going to be a mainstay of our existence within this specific area. I will say this, though. Success, a successful grant application, when you finally cross over from making mistake after mistake after mistake to finally landing that grant that you have been dying to get, that one grant that has your name written all over it, that grant that gives you the 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 affirmation you've been dying for when you get it it is a lesson learned that okay wait 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 all these attempts all these grant applications we failed and we just got our first or our second or our next grant application what can we learn what what what's the secret sauce we can draw from that and how can we draw out the lessons from that for the next grant that is coming down the pike Man, you celebrate, and I mean celebrate, the success of the moment when you do get your grant. But do you also put yourself in position to say, hey, what can we do to build upon that? What can we do to grow from that? Here's the third thing I share. Small grant awards create a resume of success that can be leveraged for pursuing and successfully obtaining larger grants. So, so you think you can launch, um, you can launch a successful grant campaign for large grants, and it's going to make a difference. You're going to make an impact. Now, let me let me help you out. If you're new, that's not going to happen. You're not going to get the big grant. You have to partner up with other grant opportunities. But here's the thing. It's possible for you to land a smaller grant. It is possible. And when you land smaller grants, it positions you big time to get ready for the next grant opportunity. And it's a step. It's like a, a, a step. One step at a time leads you higher and higher and higher to where you need to go. Um, I'm old enough to remember the importance of internships. And in my day... Internships were just about to become required much sooner than junior and senior year. When I was in a, coming up and I was in college, in the senior year of college, an internship was required. Uh, given what I experienced earlier in college, and I'll talk about this in my book, Leverage, uh, I decided to intern as a freshman all the way through till I graduated. And that was not cool. That was not uh, popular uh, for the guidance counselors. They didn't agree with me. They didn't help me at all. My peers didn't su uh, support me. They talked about me. 
Uh, so I was doing internships before it became popular for freshmen to do freshmen to do internships. They do it frequently today. But that was my thing. Right. And for me, my logic was, well, let me build skills now. Let me practice what I'm learning in the classroom now in, in an environment that may or may not pay me, but they recognize me as an intern. And I can build professional real world skills in conjunction with the academic things I'm learning so that I can see the relevance of it all. And I can advance my work, my skill sets and what I'm about. Step by step by step. And eventually, you know, obviously, you know, I've landed where I am. But like any intern, you build to get somewhere. And I share that example because it's it's the same way in grants. Yeah, you only got a $500 grant, you know. Okay. Yeah, you only got a $10,000 grant. Okay. You got a $1,500 grant, $2,000 grant. But what is it that you're trying to get after? You're trying to get after sustainability, right? You're trying to get after uh, getting funding in place that connects you to uh, being around for quite a long time to help the community you're targeting to serve. And small grant awards create a resume of success. And when you do that, when you create a resume of success, partners who are much bigger than you, who may be looking at you for a subcontract of a larger amount, let's say they have a $100,000 contract or grant and they want to give you 30% to do 30% of the work, 30% of $100,000 is $30,000, the biggest grant award you can you ever gotten in the history of your nonprofit. They're looking at what you've done, right? There's a saying that goes around and says, you're faithful over a few things. You are proof positive that you can be faithful over greater things. It's it's about managing the little things well, because someone's looking at your track record and your resume to get a sense of who are you as a as a nonprofit leader? Who are you as a fundraiser? Who are you as a performer, as someone who is who got in a contract uh, from a much smaller uh, uh, organization and are still performing as if it's mega money? It builds a resume and it does create leverage points for a large larger grant opportunities here's the last thing i I say in my book grant writing 101 small grants grant funders small grant funders have relationships with large grantors and can be references to a much larger grant opportunity now that ties into the previous bullet right just because a funder gives you small amounts of money or they are a small foundation does not mean they're not connected to the more bigger affluent, well-known foundations. In fact, some of these smaller foundations have deep, deep, deep relationships with the big boys that you're targeting. And if if you make a mistake to blow off, mistreat, ignore, disrespect a grant award of smaller amounts because of its dollar size, you may be, you may be, cutting off opportunities for larger grant awards that are literally one relationship away. Remember we talked about faithful over, if you're faithful over small things, you're showing yourself to be faithful over greater things. When people can vouch for you to say that, hey, ABC nonprofit, they only got $500 from us, but man, did they do an amazing job. 
I mean, the way that they invest all that they have into the kids and the way that they help them overcome this and deal with that and, and they put together resources and they leveraged the little bit that we gave them to accomplish X, Y, Z, that testimony from a smaller funder goes much, much further than you think. And because of the relationships that they have with bigger organizations, with bigger funders, their testimony, their affirmation of the work that you do, the work that you've done is more is more life giving than your proposed grant application that was unsolicited. And if you don't view small grant awards as an investment, if you don't view small grant awards as a stepping stool, a stepping stone towards other larger opportunities, then you will always be in position where whatever award you get is never enough. Even if it's a six-figure check, it's never enough because you want more. And because you don't respect relationships, because you don't value funds coming in or it's not enough, you will always find yourself searching for the financial filler to fill a financial gap created by your negligence. I encourage you to celebrate grant awards. I encourage you to celebrate grant awards of all sizes, big and small. There are business reasons for it. There are strategic reasons for it. There are sustainability reasons for it. There are long-term reasons for it. Celebrate all grant awards, big and small. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. And if you're starting out, if you're starting out, I, I deeply encourage you, it's my professional opinion, that you respect every grant award. But go back to my third point, right? Create a resume of success and leverage it to get more, to do more, to be more. This is the Dr. William Clark podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Have you ever wondered how large nonprofits consistently generate millions of dollars? Have you ever wondered how to write the perfect grant or how to successfully manage a grant or even how to find money beyond grants? Hi, my name is Dr. William Clark, and I'm the creator and instructor of What You Should Know Before Applying for Grants. This masterclass has over 28 modules of training, and it comes with tools, tips, and tricks on how to generate significant money for your nonprofit. Some students have been fortunate enough to build six-figure programs, and others have been fortunate enough to triple their fundraising results because of this masterclass. Whatever your fundraising goals are, this masterclass can help you achieve them. To register your seat, simply go to mysixfigurefunding.com. That's mysixfigurefunding.com, and you'll be taken immediately into our student portal where you can access all of our trainings. You can take the trainings on demand, at your own pace, and at any time. You even can interact with other students and me all online from the comfort of your home or your office. If you want to secure your seat today for this masterclass, what you should know before applying for grants, simply go to mysixfigurefunding.com. Again, that's mysixfigurefunding.com, and I'm looking forward to learning with you and growing with you as you achieve your fundraising goals for your nonprofit.